Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode two of D Godcast, the podcast for DGens by DGens. It is March 8th, Tuesday. I'm JB, part of your Eiffel Tower of hosts, together with the homies, Chapter and Slate. And before we get into Chapter's weekly decap, I just want to say we heard the mocal vocal minority out there. The uh, the team, he says bro too much. And uh, sorry about your luck. Uh, we ain't fucking moving the recap to the end of the episode. E shit. <laughs> there is no better way to get this train rolling and get the blood pumping than listening to Chapter drop at least 38 fucking bros while giving us the weekly D news. <laughs> but... For those of you that absolutely hate fun and entertainment, we did add little timestamps down there in the show notes. So feel free, skip ahead. We'll see you in a minute or so. Chapter, do your hold thing. up, hold up, chapter. Slate, Before you get started, thing. I gotta we gotta um, kind of go back to something JB said about the Eiffel Tower of hosts. Yeah, what is that, man? That's that means three people Who's in the middle. Uh, uh, probably you, Slate. I think. Okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> Bro, I don't, I, I mean, isn't it just like a fucking, all right, anyway, all right, yo, so for the fucking recap, all right, all right, yo, all right, so I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone who didn't listen to the last episode, just want to say shout out to the guys, <laughs> all right, yo, so uh, for the recap, though, um, first, the marketplace, or the return of the marketplace, long ago, before M.E., before AA, a platform was allegedly established where the gods could transact in a deflationary, all-inclusive machine until infinity and forever, in theory. So about that, to paraphrase, someone didn't read the law of equivalent exchange. The team fucked that shit up and transmuted a fucking prison and all hell broke loose, bruh. <laughs> but now, <laughs> into God season two, the fearless gods have taken their valuable lessons to the neck and embarked on a path of redemption for the world to witness. So stay tuned. Shout out to the previously incarcerated. Stay up. Secondly, our blockchain compadres at Happy Jack Club officially announced the full integration of the Dust Protocol token into their P2E project. HJC adoption provides yet another place for degenerates like myself to pull up and beef up that dust stack or yeet that fucking dust stack all with the flip of a coin. So go test your prowess. Will you flip the funds to deadify that PFP or even make the next auction? Or will you be typing in the chat? Smooth brain, smooth wallet. Dior. So about these motherfucking auctions. This past weekend, Dust Protocol Maxis came forth to wage war at everyone's favorite digital auction house, store.thegods.com. Holders from all over the world gathered remotely to place frivolous amounts of dust for whitelist raffles for some of the most sought-after Solana projects of the month, followed by a few of God's mightiest hands clashing in bidding egregious sums of dust to seize ownership of some fire-ass blue-chip NFTs. Some of the most remarkable. Solana Money Boy raffle. Floor price, it's like 16. Dust cost, 140. That's like a two-week stake of one to God. Now homie looking at art, but not through the window of a gallery, but from a phantom wallet on an iPhone. Well played. NFT launderer, we see you. Oh, and we all seen this shit. The epic battle that ensued. A whale off, some may say. But without that auctioneer guy doing that fast ass gibberish shit, 
First bid, 60 dust. Then escalating quickly, 11,000, 14.5. Then the full send of 15,000 dust on the pipe-wielding architect from the Mind Folk Founders Collection. Yo, that shit was fucking crazy. Bro, when the floor price in Seoul of said project was unequivocally higher in cost basis than the total token spent. Some may call it capitalizing on the price difference in separate markets for the same asset. Some may call it arbitrage. arbitrage. But over here, we call that some fucking G-ass shit, bro. So salute the homie DJ and Swings when you see him in the metaverse. Homie catching splinters from all this fucking wood, bro. Nah, <laughs> hey, I mean dust. Pause, bro. Uh, but in other news, uh, Monday evening, our good friend Franklin left the chat and entered the chapel on the Frankest Typing blog with a hot take on growth maponomics, diamond hand creation, and why devs doing something might be actually nothing. Shout out to him. Keep pushing the fucking bar, Frank. Love the insight. Short but interesting read. Some some roadmap foreshadowing and expansion. And uh, yo, speaking of expansion, yo, finally, the gods are officially hiring in-house. So if you're tired of rugging yourself by listing those NFTs and updating that price every four minutes until you're fucking poor, get smart and get a job. Seen a job posting earlier. Without getting too specific, looking for a web designer, gotta have a link to your portfolio and, and Figma experience with an F. I think that's Ligma. Whatever that is. Yeah, that's what I thought, bro. Hey, job details are in the Dow. Not financial advice. Dior. Let's fucking go. Beautiful, fucking excellent. Probably one of the best fucking oh intros. My God, I, was, I gotta mic my, mute my mic for that every time because I'm just yeah, yeah. What I miss? Did I miss back. anything? Did I miss anything? I, I think you crushed it. I think uh, that was on point. That was fucking. Bad. Yeah. I had a, a a personal D highlight kind of that I thought was kind of funny. So I got extorted uh, over the weekend. I uh, I've been chasing just JB on Twitter for. I don't know, a month and a half. Uh, some no-name pleb normie uh, artist lady had it, and I was DMing her on Twitter. I was DMing her on Instagram. Are you talking about the Twitter, the Twitter handle? handle? Yeah, just JB. Uh, DMing this lady left and right, and uh, I was talking in the Mickey group chat that we have about it, and uh, certain somebody said, oh, this JB, just JB? And I click on the link, and all of a sudden, this Twitter profile is no longer this random, you know, normie artist lady it's the original jb leave me alone i'm just jb and then they start tweeting and they're tagging me in the tweets and they're talking about hey if you want this twitter handle it's going to be one mickey d god one mythic fries and a thousand dust for us to give up this twitter handle oh hell nah bro oh lord so i countered real quick with mythic fries and i think 42 dust because it's just a twitter handle who cares i also knew it had to be one of the boys because there's no fucking way that i was just randomly talking about that and all of a sudden somebody pops up with it and uh they took too long to respond so i took the dust off the table and i countered with just mythic fries it turned out it was fucking valerian bell the d goddess uh pimp or pimpette if you will <laughs> who yoinked that shit in the God knows how many minutes it was available. Cause I've been trying to get this handle for weeks, dude, and extorted my ass out of some mythic beer Mickey fries. So she could get herself in the, uh, the Mickey's discord, but it was worth it. And now we're just JB on Twitter. Long time in the making. 
Yo, how did she how did she get the person to um give it Bro, up? Oh, it must have just been like a pure coincidence because I had DM'd this lady on Twitter. I had DM'd her on Instagram because she had her Instagram on her Twitter and said, hey, this is the randomest shit you're going to hear all year. But would you mind giving up the Twitter handle just JB? And I'm not talking like years inactive, like she had tweeted from it in January. So I don't know if she just decided, like, I don't know who this guy on the Internet is that probably wants to kill me and take my Twitter handle, but I'm just going to give it up. And and Bell just happened to. She sniped dude, it. Snipe. That shit, yeah. So, but you know what? I respect the hustle. And uh, she has been trying to scoop a Mickey for a long time. So I'm not even mad that she uh, she got me for some some Mickey D God's fries. But I thought that was. I felt like I made it, dude. I've never been like extorted for a uh, Twitter handle. So that was exciting <laughs> in my week. But uh, anyways, yeah. So we do have a special guest today. Um, you probably have heard him giggle in a little bit there in the background. Uh, he needs no introduction, really. If you're D-God's fam, you've been around. And you'll have to excuse me for using the term the man, the myth, the legend on back-to-back episodes. But fucking A, we have got some legends in this community. So it's not the last time that I'm going to use it. But this man, some would argue, was the face of the D-Gods community back in the day. When Frank was on his emo shit in Discord, this motherfucker was jumping out of airplanes dressed as D-God. That word. If uh, if Frank is the social experimenter, he is the social adventurer. If Frank is the brains of D-Gods, then some would say our guest today is the balls and the beers of D-Gods. I present to you, Aussie NFT guy. Aussie, how you doing? What's going on, brother? It's good to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Um, clean out the chat. Fuck yeah, man. We're pumped to have you. You're probably the biggest requested guest uh, apart from Delilah now after the uh, shedding of light that happened on last episode. Um, Before we get into anything, I just got to get this out in the open. So a lot of people know that Aussies and you particularly love beers. However... In fact, you are not drinking right now. Give us the story beyond that, because there are going to be a lot of people that will wait this entire interview to uh, to get the beer questions in. So give us the story behind the decision to give up the uh, the good old beers for a bit. Dude, it's it sucks with the beers. And I fucking love a beer. And um, I'm not going to lie. I fucking I do drink a lot of beer like every fucking week usually. And um and I just wanted to, I, I made the decision because I fucking drink way too much, more than I should. And um, and I really want to dial in and uh, and get a clear headspace. And I think at the moment, like having alcohol and whatnot and like having the amount that I was probably like drinking on a weekly basis. I'm not like an alcoholic, didn't fucking drink like every single day. But um, if I had a beer, I definitely had a beer. So putting it down to try and kind of focus in, dial in a little bit more and, um, and clear the headspace. So to fucking sacrifice had to make and um, something that I think is going to pay off. So yeah. Yeah. I get that because I, uh, I am what some people would call a weekend warrior. I'm not shy to a beer here and there on the weekend or uh, during a weekday. I'm actually, I'm having a beer right now because I have been thinking about 
the order of beers I would drink all day during this interview because I thought we were having beers. So I'm having my beer, uh, but I fully understand because when the weekend rolls up, your boy gets after it. (laughs) I like to get what the kids these days call it in one and waking up the day after that and thinking, oh, I have to like interact with people on, on discord and I have to like kind of work like granted NFTs work, you know, maybe some would call it that, but like waking up after you've been drinking all night or whatever and being hung over and having to do this thing personally to me is brutal sometimes. So I get where you're coming from. Dude, it is fucking, it's just, um, it's just ha- shit having a hangover, right? It's like when you wake up on a fucking, like, go out on a Friday night, get on the beers with the boys, and you wake up on a Saturday and you're feeling like you just got hit by a fucking truck. It's, um, it's not a good fucking feeling. So, um, yeah, it's rough putting the beers down. I was fucking, all week we were planning to fucking do a couple of <laughs> on the show. And, um, oof, and we, we will, I'll, I'll add in there, it's 5.57 p.m. my time, so it's, completely socially acceptable i think that i'm having a beer right now it's 8 57 a.m aussie's time holy so shit the fact that he was even thinking about coming on the pod and doing beers with us at you know eight nine in the morning that's just shows you how much of a legend he is. so and since you just mentioned it i was fully looking forward to uh seeing we get a clip of us doing a shoey will you explain to the people uh in America mostly that don't know what a shoey is. And I don't know if you know the origin of it. Cause I don't, but I just have been doing them for years and years. Dude, I have no idea where it came from, but um, basically shoey is like, you fucking go and find like the proper way to do it is you find like the dirtiest, moldiest shoe that you can fucking find. Like you go to the garage and you fucking go to the corner, dude, literally like gym shoes, fucking crack open a beer, pour it in there and you just drink it from the fucking shoe. That's, um, that's what it is. And I know like some famous Aussie like um, race car driver, I don't know what his name is. Like he kind of made it popular, but um, you come to Australia seeing someone do a shoey, it's not a, it's not a weird thing. It's just a, just a thing that happens. Eh? But um, I don't know how popular it is like over your way. Is it something that like people do or is it like, what the fuck are you doing if you see someone doing um, that? I don't know if it's just because of the... That's like some fresh. Yeah, I, I think it's the group of uh, people that I went to college with. Um, I hung out with like, a lot of surfers, fishers, shit like that in college. Um, and I got it from uh, the Mad Hueys, which I think is like an Aussie, like, dude, that's just, but the Mad Hueys are like literally the fucking most bogey dude, motherfuckers. They're wild dudes. And that, that was like kind of me and my boys in college. Like, we're just these kind of like beach bum surfer fucking, you know, dudes. And uh, yeah, yeah. We, just love crushing beers out of shoes because there's honestly like it's a f- phenomenal feeling and it's fun as shit Dude, there's no other feeling like when you're fucking pouring a beer down your throat from a fucking shoe that's got sweat all in yeah. it just an unreal <laughs> like it just adds to the taste of it it's just like just an Bro, you get it feeling. out of like a girl's heel because we used to go to this uh like this this uh dock bar that's next yeah. level we used to go to this this bar we'd pull up the boat uh every friday to this dock bar and one of my boy's girlfriend would whip off the heels and she would like just race anyone she could in fucking shoeies like she would just Good. crush beers out of the heels fucking yeah lady. you get a little we'll put some hair on your little tongue. hair on your tongue a little uh foot juice you know if you're into that type of thing we talked about that last episode <laughs> fuck feet pics give me foot juice 
Yeah, at least so, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. So we decided to get that out of the way because we literally like posted on Twitter, what should we ask Aussie? And it's like, ask him uh, what his favorite beer is. How many beers is going to drink during the episode? I mean, just for fun, I Googled <laughs> at Aussie NFT guy beers. And it's like, you tweeted about beer like 40 times in the last 24 hours. This is from yesterday, I think. It says, you think Aussies drink beer? Drink water? Fuck no. All we drink is beers. But <laughs> apparently you mix in coffee too. <laughs> Dude, coffee and beers. Aussie, how long have you been off the beers at this point? Dude, it's fucking. I'm having major withdrawal symptoms. I'm not gonna fucking lie. It's been uh, it's been three days, boys, oh, and um, it's not going good so far. But it's uh, it's a tough. You're over the hump. I know. First twenty four hours of no beers. It's done and dusted. Yeah. We're fucking we're over the hill. You started on the weekend too, then. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, dude. I fucking all the boys, all my mates. They're fucking. They fucking drink a lot. They drink more than me. And um and yeah, when the boys went out to the fucking pub and stuff, it's just like, nah, I'm tough. I'm fucking staying home and not going there because I knew if I went there, fucking the beers are coming out. So. Is uh so, Miss um, Aussie off the sauce with you as well or uh she does. She's not all oh, Do you know what off the sauce means? I have no idea. It's just like she's just not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's right. Um, she drinks, uh, I'll probably say like she drinks less than me as well, but she does like, she's not on like a, a no alcohol kick. So like she'll drink if she wants to, but um, yeah, she like usually drinks less than me anyway. But um, <clears throat> yeah, no, she's still on that sauce. What some would call drinking responsibly, I guess. She is a responsible drinker. Yeah. There you go. All right. Just had to clear that up for the, uh, the peeps that are going to be wondering where the videos of us chugging beers out of shoes are. But anyways. For another day, for sure. Um, I want to start with, and we kind of skipped the whole history thing with Frank. He's been on a couple pods and, you know, he's told his story. I would love to know how the whole D-Gods and you being like the fucking D-Gods guy, like leading the charge in those early days happened, like from just, you know, meeting Frank or however you guys got intro to whatever happened after yeah of course yeah dude it's um it's weird i can't remember um this is like way back in like it would have been because mint was in october it would have been like late september maybe middle september when they started doing their um they're like marketing and whatnot and started the twitter and i think at the time when i found them they had like two thousand three thousand followers and um and I think I think if I'm not wrong, I think Linksy, um, the Solana plug, I'm pretty sure he's a he's an Aussie guy as well. I'm pretty sure he showed D gods to me. And um and so I fucking uh, I was like new and I only had like one NFT like in my in my Phantom wallet. So I jumped into the D gods Discord and um and they were setting up like a uh, a, a bounty thing to to get uh, to get whitelist and uh, and to get a free D god. So I think you had to do like one bounty to get a whitelist spot to the pre-sales. And then if you didn't do that, if you got 10, if you got 10 bounties out of the way, then you got a free D God. And, um, and so I was like, Oh fuck it. Like I'll do one and um, I'll like get a fucking whitelist spot so that I can like be like be in his pre-sale. And then I just started scrolling through the the Google sheet with all the other fucking bounties. And I'm like, I'm just going to fucking go for it. Now. Like I just went through, found like the, the ones that I could do like the easiest or like at home or whatever. And I just fucking scrolled through and um and fucking picked ten that I could do and uh and literally within like a half hour sort of like time frame, punched out the ten fucking was like over my head happy that I fucking got it done, 
and um and ever since then um pretty much just been doing like that that's what kind of sparked the idea to do like all the other crazy shit that i've done like i don't think of that if that bouncy thing wasn't a thing like from the like like the original d gods days i do not know if i would have ever jumped out of a plane or like got a tattoo or like said d god ten thousand times like that all kind of sparked from like that or the chicken nuggets do and the chicken nuggets like all that shit like i just do not know if i would have done it if it wasn't for like that original bounty, like that planted like the fucking idea in my mind to just like do crazy stuff. But um, yeah, that's how I met Frank and the squad. And um, and I think back in the day, there was literally like, I don't know how many people were in the Discord. Like, I think I was in the Discord like before there was a thousand people in the Discord. And um, and like there was fucking like, it was just the same guys like in there chatting um, for like a week or so. Like it was the same boys that I saw like over and over. And, um, yeah, fucking punch into those bounties, got a free D-God. And uh, ever since then, just fucking, like, for no reason whatsoever, just decided to fucking eat chicken nuggets, like, fucking jump out of a plane, just fucking, just did it for the boys, to be honest. And, um, yeah, it's fucking hey, cracker of a time, eh? Wait, so what was, a, what was a bounty and what wasn't? Chicken nuggets wasn't a bounty? Skydiving wasn't a bounty? What was the first one? No, no, like, um, for, from the Google sheet that, like, we did to get, like, the pre-sales bots. Um, I can't remember. I know that um, some of them was, I think actually, no, the first one I think I did was, uh, I think it was 50 push-ups and every push-up you had to say uh, one, like you, you would say like one D-God, two D-God, three D-God. And, uh, and I did that 50 times. And, um, and that was like the first one that I did. And then there was another one where you had to like print a photo of a D-God and, um, and then like just burn it. So I did that as well. And um I honestly can't remember what the other ones were. The other ones are just like, um, just like stupid little things, like similar to those things, and like just fucking punching them out as fast as I could. But, um, but yeah, I did ten of those and fucking got a free D god. And that free D god, no shit, is my profile. Photo. I was gonna ask so, that. Um, That's fire. Oh shit! I was gonna ask that too because I remember one time. I remember in the presale, you were like, "Hey, yo, man, can uh, you send me some gas fees? You remember for the fucking gas money?" <laughs> Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, you remember that shit? And that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh man, I wonder if I wonder if that's fucking Aussie's fucking dude, bro. That's fucking crazy, bro. I always yeah. wanted to know that. Yo, yeah, that's I would, wild. I would never have had this because, like, the ones that I minted, like, they were they were of decent rarity. But um, this one, like, and it, I, I do, I, like, I look at it and it's just like it kind of looks Aussie as well because like the yellow on the green and um, yeah. And yeah, like I, I, I said to Frank, like if if you like, because they minted, they minted like, um, I, I think they probably minted like twenty or thirty from the pre-sale, and like they paid for them and everything, like with their own money. But um, I said if you get a zombie, like I fucking want a zombie, and like by just by chance, this was the fucking zombie that they minted, and they only minted one zombie, and I was like, yeah, wow. man, like there, there were rarer ones. That's there fucking ones- sick. I remember there was one with a uh, with like the divine robe and um and uh, and I saw that and then I was like nah like I don't like even though that's rarer like I'm good like I want this zombie and um and that's pretty much it that's the fucking story of how I got my profile photo it's uh it's a it's the free D god that I got from doing the the bounties back in the day so that's yeah that's incredible so so once you did the bounties how did that like transition to becoming the D gods guy like you got hired on right i think frank is phenomenal at just seeing like the potential in people and seeing people that are like fucking legends and and will just go hard on something and like being like i want that guy yo hold on hold on Ossie, before you answer this shit so all right just some backstory though so back then like you know 
let's say, yeah, all these bounty things, this, uh, there's a lot of viral shit just going on. And, but during this time, like, you know, in the discord, there's like a lot of shit, like people are saying this, people are saying that, but fucking like Aussie, like was always, uh, there corralling everybody always, you know, not even, I won't say he was just being supportive, but you know, he was always, you know, really, he was like the community manager before he was like the community manager. He was like unofficially, like everybody knew fucking like Aussie's coming through always, you know, got the, you know, he always had everybody's back. So yeah, this, all right. I'll just say that. All right, go, go ahead. Aussie. My no, I agree. Like, dude, like, especially like during those pre-sale rounds, like, um, like if you were there, like, you know how messy it was. Like there was literally like the first pre-sale, I think, I think the first pre-sale went like relatively smoothly, but then the second pre-sale, oh no, the first pre-sale didn't go smoothly because there were people that had to stay up um yep. for i don't even know it was so fucking long they were just like yeah man like it's <laughs> gonna be yeah. ready in like 20 to 40 minutes like that's a fucking yep. thing that all the ogs know and it's like they were li- yep. they literally said like yeah it's gonna be ready it's coming up and um and, and people fucking stayed up and they're like nah fuck this well we're going to bed and then they went <laughs> yeah. to bed and then they fucking minted the pre-sale and then everyone was like super fucking pissed so they decided to do a um a second pre-sale but yeah, like there was so much shit like back in the day. Like I know the baseball, like he was like, I, I didn't even know if he was a real person. I thought I, I was like, I wonder if he was like an alt account of like Frank and it's like the same person. word. And I was like, I, I've never, cause he didn't chat. And, um, and so baseball, like got so much shit. Frank was getting shit. Like everyone was just like clown emoji reacting this motherfucker. Like if you look at Frank's fucking, um, his Frank's Twitter banner. banner on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, man, it, and it's just like I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of clown reacts on like all the messages because it's like 97% loaded, 98% loaded, and it's just like yeah, and then it was a run. It's um, <laughs> and they fucking abandoned us, dude. Everyone like thought it was just gonna fucking rug, and um, the amount of times <laughs> that everyone thought D Gods was gonna rug but hasn't, it's it's um, it's pretty fucking funny, but um. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I think from from moving from those bounties um, and whatnot, and um, and at the time, like, I was like, you know, I was in like a base, like a, not a nine to five, but I was in like a, a part time job. So I was um, I was doing like the part time job, uh, and then kind of this stuff on the side, and um, and then I remember that uh, they released like a white paper or like a uh, a roadmap or something, and they said that they're going to be hiring people. And one was a dev and then one was a community manager. And I'm like, like, this could be my shot at being able to like get into this NFT stuff like more seriously. And so I, um, I, uh, I said, uh, I made a tweet and I was like, oh, I just applied for like the D gods community manager role and it fucking like blew up and everyone was like so supportive. And I was just like, uh, it was just like a surreal moment that everyone was like supporting me. Um, and, uh, and yeah, fucking got hired and um, quit my job. I, t- I literally told Frank, I said, like, if you give me this job, like, I'm quitting. Like, I fucking, the moment that Frank was like, man, you're hired, like, we're, we're hiring you. I fucking texted my boss. I'm like, hey, man, like, I'm done. I'm not coming in tomorrow. Like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> that's fucking and, um, fuck. Yeah. And uh, that's why, like, I owe Frank so much. Like, he literally, like, I don't know if I would be in, like, the same spot or, like, like I, I definitely wouldn't be in the same spot as I am now if Frank didn't give me that opportunity. Cause like the amount of hours that I'm able to like put into or like have put into this stuff and like, am putting into this on a daily basis. Like it's all because like Frank gave me that, that initial opportunity. So like, um, yeah, that's pretty much like, I will never ever like change, like pretty much because of that, I will never change my profile photo. Like it's, um, 
I, I just don't ever see any other project being able to to triumph like what D Gods has like been able to give me because um trying to like I, I guess in a sense like that gave me like the the big break that I was always trying to get. So yeah, I think that Frank has made that clear a few times that he he wants everyone to succeed and he wants everyone to do their own thing. Like he, anyone who's a D God and a member of the community, like if you're working on a side project or whatever, like Frank will shill the fuck out of it with the D God's Twitter and everything. So yeah, there's definitely a a special quality to the leadership and uh, just the community that we have. Agreed. Um, Should we go straight to the hard question after that? Run it. Why? Uh, why did you sell all your D gods but your PFP? <laughs> dude, it's um dude, that's a question I get a lot. And um and it's it was literally like it's probably like in hindsight, it was it was obviously like one of the like one of the bigger mistakes that I've made so far. And um and I think I did it because like one of inexperience and like two of impatience. So like back when like I had my D god bag, I, I probably had like I had eleven D gods like um and uh and so I think they're at like 10 sold. And um, and so I sold like a fair few then. And because like that was a lot of money, like that was only just after. I don't even know if I had been hired at that point. I think that was like pre being hired. So like I was still at my um, my part-time job. And so like seeing that much money, especially when Seoul was like, a, a, like over $200, yeah. like US, that was a lot of money for me. And so I was like sitting there and I was like, just because of the inexperience, like I didn't know whether to sell or whether to hold or like whether to sell half and then hold half. And so like emotions definitely got the better of me and like the, the patience, like my patience levels back then were, were like so shit. So I was just like, I'm going to just be able like, I'm going to just sell them, take the bag. And, um, and I didn't know then that D gods would turn into like what it is now. And like, I didn't know that I would have like such like a huge role in like the D God story back then as I do like as like I do now obviously so it was just purely because of like impatience and uh inexperience and in hindsight if I could have obviously like I would have fucking kept them but it was just the the amount of money that was on the table for someone that was working like a part-time job that just wanted to kind of be able to to make a bit of money like um as a side hustle like it was just there so I took it um and uh and that was like that's that's literally like the honest reasoning is like yeah. I just didn't want to like bag hold anything back then just because I didn't have like, like, it, like, especially like that was like literally my, my D gods bag back then when I had like 10 D gods, like that was 90% of like my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, and that's what kind of like made me panic sell a lot of them. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I made like, I made good money on them. Do I plan on buying back in the future? Like, of course, like I've got a much larger Agreed. bag than I did that. Like, I have a much larger bag like now than I did back then. So it's easier for me to hold on to stuff um especially like knowing like being able to like see the stuff that like um the 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 the, like all the guys put in daily like we have uh we have chats and like i see what they're working on and and whatnot and just the amount of calls that i've had with frank as well um and just seeing like the amount of conviction that he has like in this entire project and like the guy just does not give up so i definitely like do plan on like buying back in um so yeah. yeah so i got a i got a question for you um, you said that your bag now is bigger, uh, and you had 11 D gods, right? So I think we're pushing like 40 soul now, like as we're recording this, so yeah, are you, if, if you I, have a bag bigger, that's, it's bigger than 440 soul right now. 
I do, yeah. So, like, at the moment, my bag is bigger than that. But, like, in hindsight, like, my bag would obviously be so, – like, I think if I, like, tallied it up, um, what my D-gods, like, would have uh, – what would they have been worth when I sold? I don't know. I would probably say, like, I maybe made – um, any, oh, I don't know. It's hard to estimate, but I'd probably say anywhere from like sixty to hundred soul I made on the D gods that I had sold um, at two fifty. Yeah, and um, and and now they would be worth like fucking each D gods like pushing forty souls. So, like obviously, if I had held in hindsight, like I would have had a much larger bag. But yeah, just because of like the, the inexperience, like how much money that was, um, I just fucking sold. But yeah, like I have a larger bag than like what my D gods would have been worth now. So it's like, it's easier to fucking like bag hold stuff. Like there's still very pr- few projects that like I bag, like, like that I'm willing to bag hold just, be- just because like it's, um, it's just hard to put so much conviction um, in a team that you like, you, you just don't know if they can deliver. And, um, and like time and time again, Frank has like obviously proven that, that him as well as like all the other team members, especially AK, I think AK is such an underrated guy. Like, he um like obviously he took over the community manager role and I mean Frank had a call and he said I want to like um, I want to hire or like I want to switch your position around and I want Akay to to take that top dog community manager role and like I said like I'm in full support because like I've been able to see like what Akay does and like the amount of effort and like um, grind that that kid puts in Word. and um and and he's like a super fucking talented and like just down to earth guy um so so yeah um hopefully that answers your question. Well, Slate made a uh, confession last episode, and I guess I'll I'll go this time. I sold, apart from my do burn for twenty six, I sold one D God to go from six to five on this run up here for eight soul, and then in the following week mm. I bought five more between like eighteen and thirty eight. So yeah, happens to the best of us. I was like, holy shit, these things have been for sold for months and months and months. And I just like, again, I saw the money too. And yeah, I, I fully get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough not to. And it's like, dude, like I remember one guy and like, um, it was back when they were like four or five soul. And like this motherfucker, like he's like, fuck this kind. Like I'm going to sweep the floor. So like, I, I think he spent like, um, he would have spent like almost a hundred. So I think he swept like 20 off the floor because like he, he put out a post and he's like, dude uh if this post gets like 600 likes or a thousand likes then i'll go and sweep the floor um and get like 20 d gods and so i went onto the fucking d gods uh official account and i fucking i retweeted it and i said everyone go fucking Camp punch it. this and um and within like a half hour fucking period it had like 600 or like whatever it was i think it was like 600 likes and so this guy went and swept like 20 off the floor. I'm like, holy fuck. Cause I was like still back then. Like that was still a decent amount of like my bag. So I'm like, fuck, like this kind of just going in. And, um, and in, in hindsight again, like this motherfucker, like uh, I would assume he maybe has offloaded a few, but like he got 20 at four. Yeah. So on, like the floor, it's like, it's literally like a 10 X. Like he's um, like people like that, that was like, was sweeping the floor and like buying back then and have held to him now. Like, fucking gg to them so, um, yeah they've made a bag it's probably urcan yeah it's always it's the people probably, that have probably high, yeah the people that have the most conviction always make the most money on these types of plays but like back then like you were saying like we had no way to tell how big yeah. this was going to be and it was iffy for a moment there i dude it was like there was um like everyone knows like there was there was times and like frank and like the core team like would not show on the discord for like multiple days at t- like at a time so like um 
people like like including myself like we all got if you like even like sometimes when i would send frank a dm like he just wouldn't get back to me and obviously that's because like his discord dms are like at the time like and probably still are like they're just completely fucked so like there was like so many times where like i second guess and like the whole community was second guessing like what like what's going to happen and so it's um it's definitely like difficult to to like have conviction in like in those times but um that that's kind of like the switch that i'm making now it's like I still flip like a lot of the shit that I, that I meant, but Got to. now I'm more into looking at projects with like a medium to long-term like um, horizon. And then just like getting like, cause and getting like a bunch off the floor because like the people that like buy off of secondary in bulk are the guys that like make the majority of money. Cause like when you mint stuff and like you have a buy at this spot, like usually you're minting like one to two NFTs. So like, even if they go to like 10 or 20 soul, like 40 soul, like it's not that much compared to if you were this guy and you bought 20 D gods at four soul, like you made so much fucking more money from like having conviction in a project and just sweeping the floor. Well, also because, and um, and then offloading the, when you're that whitelist guy who can only mint one, you're going to take your out at like three to five X. You're not going to be there to hold the bag to fucking 10 or 20 X. So I've done that a ton. That's, that's what I mean. Part yeah. of the reason why I hate whitelist meta because I can't fucking mint three of everything anymore. Or yeah. That being said, what what's your besides D gods your top conviction play right now? Where you can see like this team just does not quit, and uh, I'm trying to accumulate as many as possible. Um, I would definitely say like the team that's most impressive, like in my opinion at the moment, is Portals. Like I think. Um, I think portals are doing a really fucking good job at the current prices. Like it's definitely getting tempting. Cause like, if you look at some of the metaverse projects on like the Ethereum blockchain, like, um, like sandbox and whatnot, like they're punching like a three E floor. Whereas I think portals are sitting at like maybe 40 or 50 at the moment. So they're definitely like getting into my buyer zone where like, I like the portals team is like a team that I have conviction and it's just looking at it and seeing like the, what the possible risk to like reward ratio is and like whether it's like a good buy or whatnot compared to other ones. But um, I think another team that has the, I would have a lot of conviction is in, is, uh, is the famous folks. Cause I think those oh, yeah. guys are. I've heard that. Yeah. I hear that a lot. Yeah. In, in hindsight, like when they were under 10, like they, they've kind of made like D gods, famous foxes like they've kind of made their like little run up now but i think foxes have more room to move than like what d gods do at the moment because i think uh, i think foxes are i think they're i don't know maybe like 10 or 15 souls so like obviously because they're a lower price there's like less risk less risk as more reward but i would say foxes i would say the team of portals are doing a great job they're at 10 um, now and honestly i heard somebody describe foxes perfectly they're a team that never stops fucking building that does not know how to market because literally nobody talks dude, about not, them. Dude. You're not wrong. You're and right. I, yeah, they're kind of OG dude. There's like, they're at 10 soul right now. And they were, yeah, like 13, 15, not too long ago. But again, it's like they were at 13, 15. Cause somebody probably panned them on Twitter a little bit. And now that nobody's talking about them again, they're starting to dump again. That's a, that's a good call. I like that. I've also seen the same guy with the tank top and the and the shades and the uh, blue hat on on the floor like 15 times over the last six months. <laughs> yeah, literally. Eh? But um, yeah, no, I think I think being able to like 
it's it's hard because like if you're if you're getting into the space it's harder to bag hold stuff because it's such a large like percent of your like of your net worth so like people that did just get into the space like i would say like purely get in it to like mint and flip and then build up your bag that way like literally as i've done and then once you get to a certain stage like you become more comfortable like bag holding stuff and like being more patient and um and it's like you're never going to be perfect like you're still going to make like the wrong decisions and like you're going to make mistakes but like it's just over time you just like understand like the best decisions to make like in in certain moments but um yeah i think i think the play is like if you're new you flip to get a decent bag and once you've got a decent bag then you can start looking at projects and and really diving in and and, and picking teams and and projects that have um that have higher conviction but i'd say besides d gods it's like the foxes it's like portals um even like degenerate ape academy i think those guys like even though they're pushing like a 50 soul floor and like um and whatnot i think the team behind there like Especially Monolith, I think that guy is like a fucking he's a super talented guy. But yeah, um DAA was gonna be mine. Yeah, there's like the high They're a little players. little out of my price range, unfortunately. And if you're really balling, I think fucking Tyos could go absolutely everywhere forever because Soulport Tom is just a monster. I think player. so as well. I think fucking I think I think Tom like um I I didn't even realize but like the, Tom D rugs like tires like they were like a rug and I had no I just totally forgot that they rugged. Oh yeah. And then Tom took over and I saw um, my tire at 12 and sold. like good good game. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like to, like it's um Tom is like such a talented like fucking smart guy and um and like I think I think like with with his ability and like like I'm pretty sure he said like they're running at like a loss like they have like a team of like I think he said like 15 or so people and um and like they're running at a loss like the projects and whatnot is like running at a loss like every month so like um yeah I, I think like I think tires like dude fucking I don't think anyone could have seen these running up to like 200 soul like at all it's like just one of those things that like if you're fucking if you were in and you're back holding tires like you've made so much money but um but you sure. tire whale you would be fucking sure, yeah. um yes so um <clears throat> going back to like that the famous foxes um kind of versus d gods frank just released this blog kind of i think we talked about it a little bit earlier um saying like yeah if you build a lot but no one wants it or you know you don't have the hype it really doesn't matter um so I think that's kind of the difference between those two. But then also he's talking about like growth in his vibe here or in his um, in his blog here. And um, I'm just wondering if you, Aussie, if you see yourself being like kind of a bigger part of this next growth um, sector of like kind of D-God's history, because one thing that Frank wrote specifically was, um, let me find it real quick here. Uh that's a good point on foxes too. Cause like they've built a bunch of shit, but literally the only reason I was debating buying a Fox the other day is so I could save on the fee to buy and sell dust. Or I guess it's just sell dust what? Yeah. and it's 2%. Mm-hmm. It's like they're Foxy does not have that many uses that to me are like, Holy shit. Like I need to have a Fox cause I need to have Fox. That's what I mean, like- I just am more bullish on the team yeah, than the actual like utility themselves. I think. Yeah, it's like that's what pulls me to um to like a solid point is like there's so many like every project that you see nowadays on Solana, like they include staking like in their roadmap or like staking is like a huge fucking part. But like <clears throat> staking doesn't matter if there's not actually value like behind like 
behind staking like so many projects just do staking to like get lower listings and for people to delist and then they're just like yeah you'll get our token it's but like pawns, yeah in, 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 in yeah like in so many circumstances like that token like just has no value or like just isn't going to be useful at all but like i think that's why d gods like like you can literally use your dust to fucking buy nfts that have like a real world value so i think d gods is like one of the 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 better at making like like the staking isn't like the main thing of d gods like in a sense it's like even if it is like there's just there's there's actual value behind like being able to stake your d god like you can get dust and then you can fucking go and like buy actual nfts with that yeah. dust if so, dust um, doesn't allow you to do shit like that then nobody fucking cares about staking yeah it's like there's literally yeah there's literally like and that's what projects do like they just fucking they just stake to just like just to stake like that's yeah. just like fucking what they do it's just like um i think it's like a staking meta right now like pretty much every project that launches like has fucking staking and like so many of them don't do it well there's like there's a very few that do do it well and um and like it actually works out um and i think d god just like definitely one of the ones that have done it like in in like the better way um just because like the real world value that you can actually get from yeah. staking it it's not just like a d-list fucking ponzi it's like there's actual value behind staking your fuck it i'm gonna so, i'm gonna yeah. shameless plug yeah. real quick the i told you i was working on a, a project with a couple d gods buddies um we're working on divine dogs and one of the things obviously is staking but the first utility that we have for our token is to mint our royalty distribution pass so you stake you earn this token with the token you can either uh win via auction or raffle this pass that gets you you know x percent of our royalties so you're turning that fucking token into like straight soul the next one we have because yeah, exactly. the entire project is focused around like DeFi education and you know expanding kind of people's uh DeFi bags or portfolios the next collection you mint with that gives you a cut of the fucking DeFi profits and bags that we make so it's like yeah. definitely a quick note from from you know frank and d god's team like if you're gonna if you're gonna have people stake and earn a token like make that token worth something like make it exciting to have because yeah. yeah i yeah, i or, or provide value bro, like every day i'm like i i got like four and a half thousand dust and i'm like do i bid on one of these auctions man and maybe i can flip it maybe i can <laughs> buy <word>. more dust <laughs> and that's the opportunity cost. Hey, I'd be looking Arbitrage. at the same shit. I'd be sitting here. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> I bro, and and I wasn't even gonna participate, but man, I'd just be reading so much shit on Twitter, man. Like fucking everybody's talking all this shit. So I actually jumped in like this round, you know, of raffles and shit. Cause I was like, man, like fuck. Oh, bro, I chuck like, a couple of the I, yeah, raffles. I got this done. I, I chuck Yeah, we're I gotta my, play uh, the raffles, man. I, I, I have to. That's like yeah, the lottery. My my shit has been uh one day's worth of dust into each round of raffles so for me that's 100 dust and i spend it you know throughout each raffle i haven't won shit yet so obviously it's Yo, a can't relate terrible plan but i won i won i won this time around you mean like <clears throat> you mean like each time they each time they do new raffles or on every single no, no, no each round so like the most recent ones i put like i got five tickets for the money boy i think i got three tickets for the fox and two tickets for the simian so yeah. have one shit but like shit like that that's what i mean like it's literally like just it's real world value yeah. and um and like you like it just yeah you fucking stake your d god you can get dust and you can fucking like win nfts worth like um yeah. like hundreds and fucking thousands of dollars word yeah or if you really need liquidity you can just 
fucking turn your dust into soul. Instantly. You can just sell. Yep. You, yeah. Exactly. You just order book it. Most projects that are doing tokens just take the the um, mint funds and you know create a liquidity pool, and then once that's gone, the project it's over. Is it's done. dead. That's um, what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so it's um. That's why I'm glad that fucking D gods didn't do a liquidity pool because like that's literally what happens. Like you just look at the fucking candles, and like as soon as they release like the liquidity pool, it just boink. dumps. It's just like. So on that note, uh, and this question is from the daddy himself. Uh, to you, what makes NFT projects win or lose? It could be right now. It could be you know long term if you think. And then personally, what are some of your biggest wins and losses since you've joined the NFT space besides selling all your D gods? Oh, that's, that's from Frank, huh? <laughs> that's from Frank, yeah. Uh, cool. I think um, I think for uh, we'll, we'll separate into like flips and to- flips and holds. So I think like a good flip um, is I would say it's relatively like easy to to spot. It's like the things that I always look for uh, is the amount of followers I have, the engagement they're getting, and like whether that art is 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 any good. Like if it's if any like one of those like three sort of things like doesn't kind of like make it, then like I usually just don't mint. But I would say those are the three big, biggest things is like engagement, how many followers they have and and uh, and whether the art is any good. And a lot of those projects pretty much like at the moment are whitelist only. And um, a, a few examples of projects like th- that fit that criteria at the moment is like things like uh, Cats on Crack, Zace and Raptors. And I would probably consider those ones at the moment likely a flip. Like I haven't read too much into like their their roadmaps and whatnot, but like they're building up a good amount of like hype and whatnot. I may right, hold a few. The roadmap doesn't matter because you're fucking selling it within hours. So yeah, it's like that's pretty much a thing. So um, those are projects that I think fit that criteria. Like they're building up a bunch of hype and whatnot. They fit like the they've got great engagement. They've got a good following, and um, they've got cool art. So. That's that's for flips, um, and uh, and like I said, like ninety percent of projects at the moment in the Solana space, like even Ethereum, like they're just they're, they're basically all flips. There's very few things that I'll bag hold. The things that I will bag hold, um, in hindsight, I would have bag holded like my D gods, um, just because of like <laughs> literally, literally because of the um, the because of like the like I had so many calls with Frank, like Frank over like certain things, and um. And I was just too impatient to to wait it out and to and to like you know wait it out until now pretty much and um and so that's why I sold those. But you would for for long term projects like you, you bet on teams and like the ability for them to deliver things. Um, so I think D Gods is one of them. I think like we were speaking about before. I think another team that has like long term um, conviction is is the Foxes. They have a really good like solid dev team, but it's um it's it's hard to say like just because i don't have that much like all that much experience in like holding things long term but the things that i hold now that i am holding long term i'm doing it for for the team and um and like that's pretty much it like you you put a bet on people uh and and that's why i hold things long term but some of the biggest wins that i've had um is i'll probably say I'll probably say like one of the biggest wins, even though I sold my, my D gods early, like was D gods. Cause that kind of got me, um, got me like a, a fair way. Another one I would probably say like one of the more recent ones is like champions. I, um, I got into that and then sold that. Oh shit. You got, oh, you got the whitelist for that. He's awesome. Yeah, bro. I fucking made it was like uh, exclusive. Yeah. What'd you have to do for that one, bro? 
you had to kidnap somebody like what was the what was the tattoo on his yeah, ass dude, I, was the... I, I literally sent them a dm and i said i'll fucking uh i i'll uh i think uh i i basically moderated so like i moderated their discord and um and because of that you were I, fucking uh, okay you were a mod bro and then they're just like yeah, yeah. whitelist yeah because that one that was like a fucking that was like a, a fucking Yo, historic get, get thirteen thousand twitter yeah. followers and you can do that too Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weren't those going for like over a hundred soul right after Mint or or even more? It was like nah. What was they it going for? Like, for? Dude, they went for like the the starting floor price was a hundred, and then they went up to like I think two fifty at one point. So I I thought I seen three hundred. Um, that shit was crazy. Yeah, they probably do go to three hundred, but like mm-hmm. yeah, definitely one of the bigger wins that I've had. Um, I'm trying to think of other wins. Uh, a few Ethereum projects I've minted and flipped and uh and made pretty good money over there, but um biggest loss like fucking i don't know what my biggest loss would be um aside from d gods i fucking sold my portals like way too early and didn't fucking hold out till they went to like an 80 floor um and that was again just because i'm too impatient but uh yeah i think i think biggest loss would probably be fucking portals and and d gods the and in hindsight again like those things like would just hold like they'll fucking hold. like hindsight is the biggest bitch in the world but looking back on it it's it's good because like now i know what to look for for like a long-term hold and um and like i would have held because of the team at portals like if you go into the into the discord um for portals like the founders are like literally in there every single day and um and like talking to people taking suggestions and whatnot and similar to like frank and stuff um like being able to have the access that i had to frank to to listen like we're on calls and whatnot like just putting putting a bet on on people that um that, that can deliver what they say they're going to deliver so um i would say a yeah, biggest win at the moment i'd probably say is like the champions whitelist that i got and then biggest loss would be like getting out of d gods and, and portals too early i would i'm about to say i'm going to start dming projects to uh be a mod in but yeah the last time i did that was rise dow and they uh yoinked i think like 700 soul out of all the mods <laughs> and just fucking disappeared immediately so i got a little ptsd wow. from that yo yo Aussie, I, I got a question yeah cool. yo so fuck so um so so what's the strat bro like is it like okay so you do your dd right secondaries live right so is it by the floor like sweep the floor fucking grab a bunch of shit you know, are are you sniping rares? Are you like, oh, you know what I mean? Like looking for, you know, rank seven, right? You know, or whatever. It's um it's 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 all flaws. In unless there's like rares that are on the floor, then like I won't go searching for rares because like the the liquidity that there is for rares is like so much less than there is for 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 floor items. Like if you buy like a like for example, like there's people that are like bag holding like DGen apes that they paid like thousands and thousands of soul for, and like no one buys them because like there's just not that liquidity there. So if you're buying like with high conviction on secondary markets, then all, like what I do is I just buy off the floor because like it's the easiest way to then get liquidated in the future because people just like um, like for example, it's easier to liquidate like one of the one of the base portals than it is to liquidate like one of the like the the penthouse portals. So if I had, if I wanted to, like, if I, if I was going to sweep like the portals floor, then I would like sweep like just the, uh, the, the floor Ivories. items, just like the base ones. Word. Um, same as D gods. Like I would just like go into the D gods and like, I would just buy like, unless there were, unless there's ones that like you can see that are like around the floor and they're like, they're a rarer sort of thing. Yeah. Then they like, can grab those and whatever.
whatever um because like they're at that floor price but yeah like for the secondary markets like the, the plays that just buy off the floor and um and then yeah it's easier to get like liquidated in the future okay so so it's broomstick not sniper rifle all right i got it bro it's all good <laughs> it is that broomstick not sniper rifle sort Slate, of you want to yeah. finish that question we started an hour ago Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring us back to that tangent I was on about growth and uh, Frank's um, blog here. And he writes um, that they want to launch some viral stunts that capture global attention. And I'm just wondering if, Ozzy, you've been thinking about that at all. And if maybe this is your chance to, like, come back as the D-God's man. Dude, I'm just saying, if I have to jump out of another plane for D-God, then I'm down. So, um I will do. No, I'll definitely do some that, fucking. That's played things. out, man. You might be able to jump out of a plane naked, yeah. but like you got to do something beyond jumping out of a no, plane now, dude. That's what I was saying. I, I was thinking like I don't know if I did the fucking decods like skydive too soon because like as soon as I finished that, I was like thinking like what can I fucking do that like beats that shark dive? And, um, Great ones. That's like I was like there were a few things like there was a um. There was something overseas where you could bungee jump out of a helicopter, and um, and that was what one the... of the things that I was looking at doing. But like, you can Jesus. only do it in like two or three countries, like in the world, and um, and so like I was like, fuck, like I'm gonna have to fucking go over to Europe to like fucking get, get in a helicopter and bungee jump out of a out of a um out of a helicopter. But yeah, it's like it's 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 fucking difficult to like figure out like crazy stunts that like um the kind of top of skydive. But um, there's like if there's like fucking viral stunts to be done, like I will fucking do this. Hell yeah, good to know. We just got to think them up. Apparently, that's it. That's the hard part. Doing them is the easy part. You just fucking you just get the balls and you just fucking what, commit. What did it, uh? But, um, yeah. What, so, so everybody approach Aussie with some crazy ass ideas. Yeah. No, definitely send them. <laughs> what uh? What did uh? Aussie NFT gal think about the skydiving? She didn't care. Um, I think when I told her, she was like, "Fucking like, what are you doing?" Like back. This is like back when she had like not really a clue about about any nfts and stuff and and here i am fucking telling her i'm dressing up as a as a d god and um and jumping out of a plane so i think back then she thought i was like super fucking whack and um she's like what, what the fuck are you doing but um but she she actually like was uh was there like yeah, i did it like um on like a beach and i landed on the beach and and she was there like when i when i finished it and like she still thinks i'm fucking crazy for doing it but um she was cool about it and uh and like all of the other crazy stuff that i do like she fucking she just gets it now she um i said to her the other day like i've been together four years like you know this is you're fucking getting used to me doing crazy shit and um she's she's not gonna leave me for doing any of this stuff but um yeah she still thinks i'm a fucking nut but uh but yeah, what did she think was more whack the skydive or the tattoo um i'll probably say the skydive i think i can't even remember if i um uh, oh no yeah no she did come for the tattoo and um and like i didn't think she really worried about that um you don't have that yeah. many do you i mean you just have all whitelist tattoos yeah no I've only, yeah i've only got fucking two i've got my d god and then i've got the shiba uh, one right paw print. yeah the, yeah the mutant so shiba. you just straight yeah. up get tattoos for whitelist bro that's wild dude i fucking like for solana like for solana at the moment like if there's a whitelist that I want to be on, then usually I'll, I'm able to get on it. But Ethereum is like a different yeah. fucking, like there's no handouts in Ethereum. Like for me, it's uh, it's fucking. So you got to suck some dick for real, like to get like, a whitelist. Like, 
You think you're gonna suck dick on Solana to get whitelist? Like Ethereum is like you've got in in hindsight, I probably should have just gotten a champion's tattoo for what two hundred soul. Easy, dude. I'm fucking telling you. I told my exactly. Yo, do you guys do you guys remember that guy like a a month or probably two months ago that got the neck and face tattoo of like I think Stone Ape and something? Oh, I seen that. No, dude, you didn't see that. Dude, you're fucking. I saw it. This cunt has a fucking uh, a fucking ape on his like cheekbone. It's like fucking. Bro, somebody fuck. send me that. Like, yeah, it looks now. terrible. It looks terrible. Slice it faster on the computer than That's me. Tough. I'll have to find I, it. Later. My wife was like, I mean, I I have a lot of tattoos, so she didn't really care that much. But she was like, I was like, it's alright, babe. I, Dude, I, I made got it. Hold five on. grand, and I'm getting this tattoo. But the five grand's already gone because I spent it on more of the NFT that I sold in order to get the five grand to get the tattoo. <laughs> She's like, what, dude? So I'm glad I, I did show her yours. And I was like, this guy got one before they even minted. He didn't even make any money off of it. So like, we're good. We're cool. <laughs> dude, that, dude, that's what everyone said as well. When I got my fucking D-God tattoo, everyone's like, dude, like this could literally just go into the fucking like dumpster and like you don't even know if it's yeah. going to do well. And um and especially like when fucking like there was all the fun and stuff, people were like you fucked up, man. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> and that was your tattoo, first tattoo. Bro. That was my first tattoo. Yeah, that's and, fucking um, nuts, bro. Like I, I can't even fathom that. Like I have a D guys tattoo. I have a tattoo that gets me three dollars six packs of beer at the uh, brewery down the street. <laughs> oh, so shit. like I get it, but I also have like. 50 fucking tattoos dude like you're a you're a madman i love it it's gonna get done but um but yeah. what uh what what happened with mutant shiba club that was a win uh they haven't minted yet they're minting oh, this Jesus. month though but i think that'll be a fucking i think that'll be a solid dub but it's like dude that's that's literally like the whitelist meta it's like yeah. If the the easiest way to stand out and, and cop whitelist from like all of these fucking hype projects is just to do fucking crazy stuff that like no like the basically no one else has the balls to do or like well, I'm telling you if you fucking froth like Zay and Raptors and you wanted to fucking get on their whitelist it's like go get a fucking tattoo or like I don't know jump out of a Jesus. plane or something it um oh but yeah no. like that's, that's this is the worst life. tattoo I've ever seen this is a massive tattoo oh, on this guy's it? face that's terrible. He has no other yeah, tattoos. Imagine too. if he doesn't have a. Well, he has another neck one now that's not pictured, God. but he has it on the same side of his face of a different Dude, um, NFT. Ozzy, do you know which one it was? Nah, what was it? I, I don't know. I'm just wondering. Like, oh, no, no, no. Nah, nah, I don't know. You see this guy's face, though. He, he looks high as fuck, bro. So, in all reality, that shit probably made hell I can't sense, tell if his eyes are his red because he's high or because he just got a fucking tattoo on his face. Yeah, that had to hurt. Uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, think about the project. No, he's okay. high. Bro. We uh, we got to stop think with the the, uh, the visual context clues. We did that last show too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, things the viewers can't see. Um, okay, uh, back to the beer for a little bit. I guess uh, I had like four people probably ask me just what's your favorite beer. Um, favorite beer probably uh, there's an Aussie one called Great Northern. I'll probably say that's like the go to nice. one and. Um, and uh, that's like fucking. If there's a beer to drink and it's fucking Great Northern, I'm I'm fucking on it. But um, so many good Aussie beers, man. Like there's there's like pale ales, there's um, there's like fruity beers. Like I'd probably say Australia has some of like the best beers. Like I'm fucking biased as fuck, obviously, but I would say like a good uh, a good beer like in Australia if you're coming is is yeah. Great Northern. Uh, there's one called Forex Gold. Fucking 
uh, stone and wood. Like they're these all, are some they're badass names beers, for beers, dude. That word they are though. Dude, I, I, um, how's the beer in America? Is the fucking beer in America? We have anything good? you could possibly imagine. Like the craft beer is just fucking all over the place. Like I can't imagine that it's not good, right? I mean, yeah. our our go tos might not be as good. Like I don't think like a Bud Heavy or like a Miller Light or anything like that or anything to write home about. Good word. But, um, yeah, I, I drink a shit yeah. ton of beer and I have no complaints. Um, do you have fosters in Australia? Uh, I think we do. You think um, it's literally Australian for beer. Dude, I fucking really, uh, <laughs> you've never seen a, you never seen those commercials fosters Australian for beer. Dude, I've never seen a foster commercial well, that, ever. That, that would be, that would be chapter and slate. Cause it's American as fuck, but their bro, commercial is literally, I have never fosters. seen that. It's Australian for beer, bro. I got fucking, I got like fucking like all the premium subscriptions, bro. I don't even fucking see commercials, bro. The only time I see commercials oh is when God. it's on the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's got it like Small, that. Light We're flex, talking light boomer flex, shit, flex. like watching cable and everything, but, um, how how fast can you shotgun a beer? Relatively fast. Um, we got these things in Australia, fucking called. Uh, have you ever? Do you know what a beer bong is? I, yeah, I would of course, say of course, fucking, of course. Yeah, beer bongs, and then like we have these other things beer called sticks. um called snorkels. Ooh, yeah, uh, snorkel. You know, yeah, fucking. I would say like those are the easiest ways to fucking like get a beer down your fucking gut as quick as you want, but um. I don't know. I, I fucking. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm the fastest shotgunner, but I fucking probably say I could get it down in like under. I don't know. Ten seconds. The reason maybe, I brought but, up Fosters uh, is because I. Do you remember Snapchat? Um. Yes. And OG Snapchat, the time uh, limit was like ten seconds or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was at the beach once, and somebody bet me a hundred dollars that I couldn't shotgun a Fosters, which is thirty-two ounces, which is two. Uh, like pints of beer, two tall boys in in yeah, in the right. length of a Snapchat. Yeah, two tall boys, not fucking cans. Tall boys in the length of a Snapchat. Dude, that's oh, and shit. I not only cleared the ten seconds, but I had time to do the Fosters. It's Australian for beer at the beginning, and literally, there's two Snapchats. The first one is me absolutely downing this, and the second one is me throwing up the entire fucking thing immediately. I was Definitely, repeat. I can fucking the imagine the worst pain, dude. When you get down, dude. When you fucking get down that much, that much beer in under ten dude, seconds, it's not I fucking thought good. like my stomach is gonna explode. It was oh, unbelievable. Um, mm, yeah, I can't believe man. that Foster's is like not even a thing over there, and they're just lying to us on these commercials. Dude, I fucking I don't know. There might be fucking Foster like. I just I can't ever remember walking to a fucking bottle and seeing Fosters like at the front yeah. door like when you like you fucking see like things like Great Northern on like Forex Gold and stuff like that but I, like we might have Fosters but I've I've never had Fosters in my Wild. life. Yeah, the only Fosters I ever heard of are like children, so <laughs> our parents. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. yeah. Um, have you been to the states before? I've been to the states when I was uh, I was young as fuck. I was like family vacation um, would have been under 10 like maybe like eight or nine and um into like vegas and stuff Jesus. and i was like a fucking little kid you don't take a nine-year-old <laughs> yeah, to vegas um, hey i was gonna say you do he's gonna grow up to be fucking aussie <laughs> but no i um i want to fucking come back this year sometime probably i've uh i've been looking like there's a there's an nft myc event that i have been like sussing out like maybe want to come yeah. to but um 
which yeah, I fucking want to come back because like there's so many of you guys like over that way, obviously, and um and there's there's not too many fucking uh there's there's a few Aussie D gods, but like I've never had like a, a an IRL meet up with them. But if I'm if I'm coming to America and fucking copping a twenty hour flight, like I'm definitely meeting up with a few of you fucking yeah. boys. So. What uh what part of Australia are you in? Because I'm looking at D map right now. There's a bunch in Sydney. Uh, on the uh, on the um on the east coast, so it's like um it's kind of like literally half like if you look at the top of australia in the bottom it's like basically half on the east coast so it's um it's uh, i don't know if on the d map you can see like fucking states and whatnot but it's pretty much like brisbane yeah yeah it's pretty much like i live like fucking right there where brisbane is pretty much it's like it's like a hour drive from brisbane where i live but yeah it's um it's so fun i'm literally sitting in my room at the moment it's like literally fucking just sweat heaven it's like so hot man um do you really see a lot of like gnarly shit in australia like you know snakes that'll swallow you whole fucking gators oh aussie nft guy there he is he has five d gods and lives in the middle of australia so this needs to be updated (laughs) yeah dude it does yeah um but uh what was i gonna say yeah no there's there's some pretty fucking like i I wouldn't say like it's um dude it's built up like on twitter and like fucking everywhere it's built up like so much like australia's like fucking super gnarly and like deadly but um i wouldn't say it's like too bad like in unless you like go proper bush like if you go to like the middle of australia like there's probably some sketchy shit but like it's um like yeah it's not too bad but like there's fucking crocodiles and stuff like if you got like north of australia and like you jump in the water like you're fucking like basically gonna die because like there's crocodiles but they're not like like roaming the streets okay no they don't like roam the streets and shit like there's like, but I'm not going to lie, like, there's fucking snakes and shit that just, like, live in ceilings and, like, fucking, they can just drop, like, they can drop down, like, the, the air conditioning vents and stuff and, like, they can fuck you up, but... And you, you guys uh, got, like, crazy-ass, like, the super poisonous spiders and shit, too, huh? Yeah, cunt, yeah, fucking, if you get done by... the size one, of your head. Dude, if you get done by one of those motherfuckers, like, you're in, you're in fucking shit creek, like, you can, um, like, fucking one of those bad boys fucking sting you like you're fucking gone but um yeah D- david attenborough told me this <laughs> he's 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 fucking <laughs> right man but um no nah, it's not like it's not like super deadly stuff like just chilling but um but like they can be like fucking you never know like there's there's fucking cunts that like get stung by a snake like we've had snakes around like our joint like where we live and like you get stung by one of those if you don't fucking get to hospital like you're going to fucking die pretty quickly. Mm. But um, it's not like as bad as everyone says, but like if you're in the fucking wrong place, like at the wrong time, like you can get really fucked up. Like I'm going to say something controversial and say that Florida is crazier than Australia. Cause not only that might, I grew case. up in South Florida and not only do you deal with like there, I'm talking alligators, like crossing my driveway to get to like the pond in the neighborhood and shit. But you also got to deal with like, Dude, that's like, fuck crackheads and everything everywhere. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just the flora and the fauna that'll kill you it's the people too yeah yo yo it's i was gonna say did you guys ever hear about that drug it was called uh flaca? salts oh flaca yeah yeah sure. yeah yeah flaca oh yeah that shit was fucking crazy yeah the bath salts too because it was like the flaca bath salt like it was like an entourage effect they were both working together yeah, to destroy I, the world. I was in high school like around that time and it was just like and of course it was always fucking florida too and like that's probably part of why florida has just such a gnarly rep but i mean it's not it's not a lot yeah, there's like all the memes like florida where it's like man. fucking i think it's like bugs bunny he's like sawing off like uh florida off of the yeah. united states and shit yeah they, we uh Lord. i got out of there so because they get uh we get a tough rep but yeah florida's savage hey shout out to the homies oh, yeah. in florida though gang gang yeah shout out gang, to the boys. Gang. <laughs>
<coughs> oh, sorry. Um, back to, I guess, the business. Uh, what is your like end goal with NFTs? Like, what do you see yourself doing? Uh, even like short term, short term to like long term. What What's your goal with all this? Um, I'd say short term, just like continue doing like what I'm doing now. It's um, pretty much just like finding projects and just like doing the minting and the flipping game and um, building up the bag that way and then rotating those profits into into long-term things. Um, but like long, long-term game, I definitely like want to start my own projects, but I just don't think like, I don't think I'm ready yet. Like I'm still kind of like learning like a, a lot of stuff and um, and surrounding my myself with like the right people to, to learn from so that I can create a project eventually because uh I think there's a, there's so many projects nowadays that just launch to, to make a bag and then they like slow rug or like they fucking just rug or, or there's not really like a fucking point of, um, of them like long-term, like they don't bring like a, a long-term impact to the space or whatever, but I eventually want to start my own project like long, long-term, maybe like later this year sometime. And then that'll be like my full fucking time thing for like, you know, five, 10 years sort of um, horizon. But Short term, it's just like the the same game that a lot of people are playing. It's just minting, flipping, and then rotating that into into more like established and like um, and solid projects. And then long, long term, it's make my own projects and pretty much like dedicate everything into that. But uh, I just do not think I'm ready to to make my own project at the moment. But uh, but when I when I am, like you'll fucking know about it. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, hey, hey, th- hey feel free to throw some whitelist spots, bro. Whenever, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, we'll be you we'll be hooking the D gods up for sure. Hey, we're for a, sure. Uh, there's a fine line, I feel like, between trying to do something new and innovative in NFTs, and then also just kind of putting out something that you know works and you know people will buy into and you know like we'll still provide value to people but maybe it's not like that long-term sustainable type thing yeah cool what do you think uh what what is your idea of something that a project could be based around or that you might do that would be in it for the long haul dude i just i have no idea at the moment like um that's just like that's pro like that's basically the reason like why i haven't started yet is like i just don't know what i could create at the moment that would be of value for like that long-term long-term horizon that i'm speaking about like it, it would be so easy to just make a project right now and um and have it be like the the meta so like it could be like you could i, I could make a project that could be low supply whitelist only and um and cords like staking like and and i feel like i could like do that and sell out and make a bag from that but i just don't uh, yeah i don't want to do that just because i don't think it has like any like like it would still bring value to people like you said in like one way or another but i just don't think it has like a long-term um like huge impact which i want to do but yeah, I just do not know yet, like what I want to do long term, but I do know that I want to make it have a have a larger impact than what the majority of projects do. But I think that's one reason, like why D Gods have like done so well is like they were early two mint, like they were one of the OG collections that minted, and they're just continually doing like innovative stuff. Like, like I think we're like one of the like we're pretty much like the only Solana fucking um, Solana projects that like we basically started the. Uh, like the staking for dust to then auction um, like mm-hmm. NFTs and like whitelist. 
via dust. Like, oh, for sure. That, that's like one of the that's like one of the most innovative things that I think any project has done, like on Solana, and um, and yeah, being able to innovate and like bring new things to the table, I think is huge for projects. But there's very few projects that do it, man. It's just like you are like you can fucking bring up a list of like the projects that are minting up in the next month, and they'll there'll be very few of them that are actually having a having a long-term like impact over like the long long long-term horizon most of them are the same shit like we're, we're seeing it's just like the staking the breeding like the the shitty fucking ponzi tokens it's uh but it is what it is it's what people buy it's how like these projects sell out um but yeah i think there's very few projects that that have like that long-term um ability but it's um i think d gods like i saw i saw yako um she's like obviously one of the Solana influencer guys. I think he posted something about like being able to see D Gods as like the the number one like Solana NFT like um PFP collection and like obviously we have more than a PFP collection, but I agree with him as well because like the the like if you compare Solana to Ethereum, like I think if you look at like a floor of a D God in, in Ethereum, it's like just over one eighth. So you look at like some of the top Ethereum collections and they're punching like, like board apes or like ADEs or whatever. So it's um once like there's more people that come into the Solana ecosystem, there's more liquidity. I definitely see D gods being able to, to have a huge bounce in price. If like they take that, like top um, that top like tier uh, spot for like a, um, not just a PFP collection, but like just an overall collection. I think that D gods could definitely get up there. Cause like, even like when you look at some of the more expensive things like Tao and whatever, like they're only sitting at like a four or five eighth floor, mm-hmm. which is um which is like definitely impressive. But like it's sort of like the, once we get the liquidity and like the um the amount of people into the Solana space that you do have in Ethereum at the moment, like things will things will move. So I think uh, a yeah. lot of the for me at least, the driving factor and what kind of sets D gods apart from some of these other projects is the brand too. Like like when you you go on Twitter agree, and yeah. like you see a D God's PFP and in my head I'm like oh this is like this guy's probably a fucking savage dude like I, yeah I, and dude, I don't I think agree. like there, there are some like I get the same kind of vibe from DAA like I really fuck with that yeah, obviously word. like Salon uh, SMBs are like the goats like uh but like you know you look at a, a Tayo and it's like yeah Sopar Tom's a fucking the man like he's doing incredible things for the project he's doing yeah. so much shit but you just don't get like that vibe of like oh tayo is like a brand that i want to be a part of it's more of like a, i would love to own a tayo because i love money yeah i, I agree i think i think d gods has like done like a like probably one of the better jobs i think dj apes are up there as well with like that that mm-hmm. brand sort of like ability and like you think of dj ape like guys as like sick cunts and i think um I think like fucking D gods are like that. Like the amount of D god profiles that I see on on Twitter is like they're fucking everywhere. So fucking many. I think our community is like, dude. I they're just like we're just like one of the most savage like fucking communities. Like everyone just rallies, and I think that's like why like why we like what why we've like been able to get out of those lows as well. Like obviously like we're at some like pretty bad lows like back um, whenever it was, but the community like it's always stuck around and um and like all of you guys are basically being like in D gods from like the fucking start so it's like it's um we've we've got like so many of the people that minted like originally back in like october like they're still here like to this day like they're still fucking around and um 
and it's good to see. But yeah, I think I think like um, I agree with like what JB said. It's like dude, we just have one of the most like fucking savage like communities that um that like are willing to do fucking anything to be like the top mm. collection. And um and I think we're getting oh, there yeah. slowly. Love to see it. Um, all right. Uh, what I think is going to be our like signature wrap up question on the pod here. Uh, who are your top three artists right now? Dude, I fucking uh, I, I was music gonna say, artist. Watch say Scum, yeah, Delilah, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, gonna that, say, bro, that's that's music the first artist. thing I thought. But um, but no, uh, I would say I listen to a fair bit of Eminem. Uh, Word, dude, who else do I listen? To? I fucking just put on a playlist and I listen to anything. I'm kind of um, like that too. I just chuck on Spotify and like whatever I vibe with. I just yeah, let it roll. dude. I have like, I just go to like fucking top hits and fucking just okay. bang it on. But um. I would say like let me check my uh, my top songs that I've listened to. I would say probably like uh, Eminem, uh, maybe like Maroon Five, and uh, who else? Maybe like I like listening to Imagine Dragons as well. I think they're pretty dope. But um, oh, I'll word. probably say I'll probably say Eminem is like I fucking love his music, so I listen to a fair bit of that. But um, besides that, I fucking just chuck a playlist on and um, and I fucking just like I listen to anything. I think it's um, yeah, I just fucking chuck it on. Are there any? famous Aussie groups or rappers or anything like that? Um, there's definitely like a few fucking Aussie bands, but um, I honestly don't listen to that much Aussie music. Like fucking... It must um, not be that good then. <laughs> they're, they're all right. But, um, but dude, nah, I fucking... Uh, like I said, I just chuck on anything and, um, and I'll listen out to it. But uh, there's a few good Aussie bands, but, um, but yeah, no, nah, I fucking just chuck on a playlist and listen to that. Are you a sports guy? Dude, I fucking love sports, like rugby. I, dude, it's so weird. Like I say footy and like people just assume like I'm talking about like fucking NFL or like soccer yeah. or something. And then I'm like, nah, man, like <laughs> um, we, we call it footy over here, but it's like rugby league or like AFL. And so, so the re- I, I'm literally degening as we speak. I'm chucking in a couple of hockey bets, but on my sidebar here on my bookie page, there's <laughs> something called Aussie rules. Yeah, that's AFL. Aussie All right, rules, let's yeah. look at the match lines real quick uh what's oh jesus they don't play a game till the 16th never mind yeah they fucking don't play for another week or so it's like they are dude it's weird like like is your is your nfl is your nfl season yeah. over like is the super bowl like the end super of it? Bowl like, is that's, that's the, the championship that's it's it. game over yeah yeah okay yeah it's like we're like literally the opposite like when you guys when you guys finish and like your super bowl's done then then like we basically start so um it's like this is not um, uh, rugby. This is Australian football. Yeah. So there's AFL and then there's NRL. So AFL is like Aussie rules and then NRL is like the, the other one that we've got. But I'll probably say AFL is probably bigger um, in Australia. Um, but NRL Who's your pick to win the grand final in the AFL this year? Um, I'm probably say Melbourne. Uh, they they call the Melbourne Demons. They fucking they're a solid team. Um, the favorites too, plus two seventy. Yeah, they're fucking. I think I can't. Remember. I'm pretty sure they won. Yeah, no, they did win. I'm pretty sure last year they won the grand final last year. So we're gonna we're gonna chuck thirty three point three on them for the brand. Yeah, dead set. Uh, they could. <laughs> you could fucking. They could pay off. But um, but yeah, I think to win ninety bucks. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah um but yeah i'll probably say those are the yeah those are the favorites because i'm pretty sure they won last year they're the big dogs cool all right well this has been a pleasure i've uh 
chatted with you a few times in the past and it's always fantastic. You're a very uh, insightful fella, not just uh, stunts and jumping out of planes and crushing beers <laughs> and shit. Kind of a smart guy too. Um, I, yeah, this has been, this has been great boys. Any, any last thoughts, any last questions or anything? Uh, I'm going to be over here thinking up some new stunts that you can pull off. So don't yeah, worry about stunts that. Are we coming. got that covered. Yeah, at least they fucking, if like, if you skip to the end of these podcasts and you have ideas, like send them over my way and, um, and I'll get them done. Cause that, like I said, that's like the hardest thing to do is like thinking of something that like can top like a skydive. It's like, it's, um, I fucking went to it. I should have built up to it a little bit. Yeah, fucking... you kind of nutted a little early there. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking did. I did. Um, but yeah, if you got ideas, fucking throw them my way and, um, and we'll see how we can get them done. Cool. And yeah, I was going to say, and then go, uh, go follow the homie, uh, Aussie NFT guy or subscribe to him on YouTube. Um, follow him on Twitter. Also, hey, oh, yeah, man. subscribe to the Godcast. How's the YouTube channel going? Dude, it's going good. Um, it's fucking tough at the moment to like make videos because like it's so slow. Like I feel like, I feel like the last like two to three weeks has just been like it's just so slow. Like even like just general crypto, like it's just up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. And there's nothing happening. But um, I want to I want to like definitely build out the YouTube to be like a long term thing as well. Um, to like help build the build the brand up a little bit. But um, but yeah, it's cool. going good. Yeah, subscribe, subscribe to D Godcast, subscribe to what's the name of your YouTube channel? Awesome NFT guy. Fucking right, it's beautiful. Uh slate chapter. We out. Blah.